to listen to an episode from the Screen Caring Archive. A word of caution, these recordings are raw and unedited. They date back to as early as 2016 and were under an older rendition of the podcast. Keep in mind that you may come across references that may seem outdated and the overall quality may not be up to today's standards. Nevertheless, we believe that these unpublished episodes remain significant and deserve your attention. Therefore, we ask you to sit back, relax, and enjoy. Uh, and today we are uh, we're going to be talking about some things. We're going to get to that in a second. First thing we have to do, of course, is uh, the dream game of the week. What is your dream game of the week? You know, I had actually some time to think about it, but I didn't. Okay, you did. Yeah, you, you had all this time. And you I had all thought. this time, and I could have thought of something. I've covered racing. Here's the, here's the game you're going to play. It's going gonna, gonna to have racing. It's going to be cards. <laughs> you're going to have superpowers. <laughs> I've covered racing, and I've covered stealth. So right. I'm going to go a different genre. So, uh, last time, let's do... Let's you, you go you did, first this time. Okay, I'll go first. Last time I did... Uh, um, just I, a JRPG. I, I wanted to make a JRPG J. that wasn't made in Japan. That was my dream game. Yeah, um, that was it. I've never seen anything like that. I still can't get over that. Yeah, but there's no details. I mean, like you just like it was like a cop out answer. Well, I mean, I can give you like a like a how billion many, different stories. How many wallets do you have? I have two, three. <laughs> <laughs> they each they serve a different purpose. It's not important, but um. I mean, I can give you a billion different stories, but that would be the the whole thing. It's like you you've got a group of people, you're gonna go do a thing, and and uh, you know you level up along the way. You could you could become a crackhead, and and the, the crack levels up as you smoke it. You know that's. And you somehow summon monsters. No, you might not. Maybe you don't summon monsters. You might summon like a cell phone and all help. You know, but there's still a story. Nine one one. Yeah, you have to level up the manual dexterity in your fingers to be able to, to, to press buttons on a phone, you know? You don't have to fight in every single game. Okay, well, how about this week? What, what are you, uh... Yes, but I'm just, I'm just saying, I still can't get over that. You know, I want to see a JRPG. It's like a JRPG-type game that's not made in Japan. Cause... That's not made in J. Right, but it's, you know, it would still be a JRPG. Like a Final Fantasy team were made by Bioware, it would still be... A JRPG is what I'm saying. You get what I'm, get what I mean? Anyway, moving on. Okay. Um, dream game of the week. Um, damn, I I had time to think about it and I didn't. Um, so, um, this was uh this was one I uh, I'm gonna cheat again. Um, I'm gonna wait for you to stop typing because is it a cheat or is it a mod? Because <laughs> <laughs> um, no, that keyboard that. Keyboard is totally a cheat, but uh, the Razer Black Widow. <laughs> yeah, that, that thing is. I like it. It is kind of loud, but um, like when you when you type a lot, like I do, it's like you don't want to type with anything else. Damn it! Who who's who is that? Who, somebody on Gamespot. I want a JRPG that's not made by Japanese developers. Well, this guy is a dirty thief. Star Ocean. Dude, Star Ocean is like the epitome of a JRPG. But it's not made in Japan, is it? It's, it's got to be. It's not? Look at this. What are you talking about? That's the very definition of what I don't want. <laughs> 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 uh, 
<laughs> okay, he earned my respect for that. <laughs> that guy, that guy's a hero. I, 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 um, I concede to him. He's he's a badass. <laughs> that's a very definite. No, he doesn't want what you want though. He wants something that's. He wants a JRP that's not made by Japanese developers. Read the post. But you want okay. I I want a long cutscene infused game that has levels and stats like attack, HP, defense, preferably actiony wow. adventure RPGs. Eliminate battle load times. I still wouldn't mind random encounters. Just no battle load times. Oh wow, that is the most amateur. It also needs to be an easy game. Something like Dragon Souls did, did very wrong. Something Dragon Souls did ver- Demon Souls. You can't Sorry. Some no, I can't read it. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Oh, we forgive you. Something Demon Souls did very wrong. Or have the option for that. No. That's hey, what what's his name? What's his not username? Not reflect Japanese culture. He just wants an RPG. This dude just is What's his username? Eccentric View. Um eccentric, eccentric View, if you're out there, wherever you are, you're a piece of shit. This is 2010. Uh, and that's that's my best Skrillex impression. Yeah, he just wants an RPG. I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. This guy is clearly like 12. He just wants a regular RPG. Yeah, he's not... He's, uh... That, that guy doesn't... That's the most amateurish de- description of a game. But, yeah. There's, there a, there's another on NeoGAF. Japanese styled. Yeah, Japanese J- style. JRPG can stand for Japanese styled. That's, that's exactly what I'm referring to. Yeah. Oh, uh, you know... You know, but that's the thing about JRPGs is that you know they they don't have to be, um, but you know I still I've never seen a Western developer try to make a JRPG. There is, you know what? Actually, there is a uh, Orin or Orion Legacy of Orion. Orion. I'll have to look into that. That sounds promising. And there's also. Um, but it's a 2D game. I think it's a 2D game. The, the guys who did Skullgirls, they've got a game coming out, uh, they're working on called Indivisible, I think. Or Cam- wherever Cameroon is. Cameroon. Let me finish France. my story! You, you bitch! Uh, Indivisible is uh, heavily based on the uh, old PlayStation game Valkyrie Profile. So if, uh, if there are any fans of that out there, um, there is a modern spiritual successor in the works. It's 2D. It's, um, what the hell just happened? Things just got way louder all of a sudden. That's Are you sure? It didn't sound any different to me. Yeah, it just got way louder. That's weird. Maybe your headphones were plugged in all the way. No, they definitely were, but that means some equipment's broken. Well, this it's called uh, Zodiac or Canon Odyssey. It has Japanese letters and shit, but it's give me my, made uh, in France. Give me my, my water bottle so I can see. <laughs> Made in France. Oh, you know what? France, uh, there is a, a French de- developer out there that made a game called Wakfu. Um, that looks, that looks pretty Jerpidish. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that is very interesting. Another France thing. Anyway, so, game, game of the week. Breaking, breaking it's another JRPG <laughs> with a different story. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> also not made in Japan. No, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cheat again and go back to uh, an idea that um, I had when I was, I want to say I was like, fourteen. I was about fourteen, and um, freshman in high school. Yeah, maybe even earlier than that. I'm pretty sure I was a freshman. It was a, um, it was a, it was a, a three D 
um, adaptation of a um, scrolling vertical shooter like Raiden or Strikers 1945 um, or Xevious if you're that old. Um, and it's like, you know, top-down shooter game like that. Um, but like in a 3D environment, um, you know, and like with the same weapon mechanics where you pick up the same um, the same weapon type uh, multiple times to increase the power of that weapon and um, and it'd be like a like you know 360 degree movement um, and you're like in a spaceship and and, uh, and you know and, uh, you know what there was like there were some some games out there like that but I really just wanted a, like a like a, a 360 degree ride and I was really big into into riding when I was about 14. And um, yeah, that, that's the game I, I'd want to see made. Is like it's it's just riding, I guess, but you have like 360 degrees of of motion. Yeah, that'd be sick. Because the controls would just be like like um, like a picture Unreal tournament before before the match starts, and you can just fly around through the map. It'd be like that, but then you're like fighting enemies, and and you pick up weapons, and or or like you pick up a color, and um, you pick up a, a color and and, uh, and and you upgrade that color. Yeah. Okay. So now we're looking at a, the GIF of Afro Ninja, classic GIF. Also, <laughs> I remember when this came out, you literally like were crying, laughing. You like literally cried. I don't think I'd ever laugh that hard. I don't think <laughs> since then I've laughed that hard. That's that was the funniest thing I'd ever seen. <laughs> I replayed it over and over. No, we we literally like sitting there laughing for like uh, like ten minutes watching this. Yeah, and I think that might have like ended my sense of humor because since then, like, like everything else is just like, oh, yeah, it's pretty funny. But then that that was just like that and yeah. the um, and the and the, the fat kid on the diving board and, like does a backflip and lands hard on the diving board, and falls yeah. into the pool. That that too. It's anyway, high school. I man. think I think I have an idea. Um, Afro Ninja, the game. For a game, yes. <laughs> no, um, I want to VR game. I'm gonna try to go VR. Nice, nice. But epic. Uh, Kung Fu. Kung Fu VR game. Kung Fu VR game. What do you? Okay. Is that it? Is that is that all? You're... Basically, like a maybe like a training simulator. It starts out as, and then you fight, and then you go around fighting other enemies. Is it a fighting game or is it like a side scroller beat em up or it'd be you it's a first per you know, obviously it's first person. Right. You you're learning how to you how to do kung fu and then and then you okay. use it against and then you just fight people. The training models in the matrix basically. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. Um and you use it, you become a superhero, you have superpowers, and you get in a car. Yeah, it's all self-shaded, <laughs> like cartoons. And then you, you, <laughs> you engage in some car tuning, and you have superpowers. Because <laughs> 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 you know that's coming at some point. You're going to have a mod, and it's going to be like, yeah, you got superpowers too, and, and you can race in a car. Exactly. Okay. No, but I think it, I think done well, it could be good. Right. Okay. So, like a first-person kung fu game, I'd like to see something like Mirror's Edge in VR. I wonder if they're working on that. I bet. It'd be How good. does motion work in VR then? How do you move? God, 
um, you don't like in like in I just the think uh, it would cool to just, like, like in the graffiti one. You right. see him like basically throw himself at an angle. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> no, no. I think that you, just, you just have a you edge. just have a controller, but you could you could look around because the thing about Mirror's Edge parkour is not meant to be in third person, and I need to I need to write um, a show about this. Um, an episode about this, uh, developers think that the first person camera is the most immersive experience that you can have, but for certain situations, the first person camera actually detracts from the sense of immersion because, um, because human stubble on the, on the mic. Could be. Is that, is that my, is that my beard? Is that, do you hear that? <laughs> All right, I'll try to avoid that. <laughs> my, my double chin is uh, getting getting the better of me. But um, what was I saying? So, in certain games, um, for instance, Mirror's Edge specifically, or like any any game, sometimes the first person perspective hurts the immersion factor, especially in a game like Mirror's Edge where you. That game is it's, it's like there's it's there's there's such a, a physical there's a physical representation of every part of faith and and, and faith interacts with the environment and, and everything and uh, you can you can look down and her legs are there her arms are wherever they go and you, and you see that um, but there's this situational awareness that comes with a third person camera that that humans inherently have like humans are constantly even though we see from a first-person perspective, like, really, we have this sense of where all of our body parts are and what they're doing. And in a, in a first-person first, in a first person game, you can't see that. There is a... I literally just came up with this. Um, there is a possible workaround for this. Yeah, what's that? What oh, if, and don't say have, like, a mini-map style thing where you see, like, the character... And what they're doing on the side, on the, a corner of the screen. No. Okay. Good. It's a helmet. Okay. That the basically the entire lining of the helmet is a screen. What? Like imagine, like imagine um, a uh, motorcycle helmet. Yeah. But the entire lining of it is a screen. But why would you want that? The immersion. No. I- so you can see. So you, so you know how like. All VR is basically this, like visor. All you can see is the visor. Right. What if it included all of this? Well, I'm talking about from Mirror's Edge. I know. I'm just saying. What if? What if it had that kind of screen? It wouldn't. It still wouldn't work because. Why not? You're including peripherals. Well, because because the peripheral vision, you still can't see. You can't feel what your body is doing and the only way to represent that in a game is with a third person camera you get what, it, what i'm saying like if you huh. even if you increase your field of view you still don't know what your feet are doing like unless you're looking down constantly but you can't do that you know because you have to keep your eyes on the road so the only way to represent a character being able to sense what their body is doing is having a third person camera because that way okay i have another option okay go ahead no, continue. Okay, so... Finish your sentence. Um, it wasn't really a sentence. It was more like an essay. But uh, <laughs> um, don't, ruin, don't ruin your future video here, though, right there. 
I mean, you know, it's like, kind of like a, a spoiler, like, you know, I, whatever, it's your fault for watching them. <laughs> um, I probably won't even get around to it. I'd like to, but, you know, i got to be realistic. YouTube is a, yeah. a piece of shit right now anyway. Um, yeah. Um, so what was I saying? I was saying something important, but yeah. Third, third person view, how you, you can't be able to, you're not able to feel. Yeah, you don't, like you're it. not really paying attention. You don't, like, focus on what your character is doing in a third person game, but you always have this sort of sixth sense of what they're doing and where they are and where every single limb yeah. is, you know, what their position is. Um, and not only that, but humans also have, like, they have this, like, sense of, how air is moving around around us, you know? So it's like you can you kinda can sense what you can track things behind you and you can't do that in a first person per, first person game. Yeah. Um and it's yeah, the, the best way to do that is with a third person camera. Uh that's why, you know, like Okay. Mirror's Edge breaks uh, on a side note for me. I really miss video games. Like specifically PS One games, where the where you're like playing in third person, and the character would break the fourth wall and be like, and like say you're the the controller's just sitting there for a minute. And yeah. The character's like, what the fuck's going on, man? Are we gonna play this game? Idle animations. <laughs> yeah. Idle animations. Idle were... animations, man. They're still around. Like, um... yeah, but now it's just the character going like, you know. Oh right. Messing yeah. with his shoe or <laughs> yeah, adjusting yeah. his gun or like right. you know, it's not like. Hey, what's up? What's going on? Yeah, you want to get back to the game? Or you, are you AFK? What's what the hell? Yeah, I mean, like I think Deadpool did it. The right. video game Deadpool. Yeah, yeah, but I can't for remember. sure. Um, I think um, it depends on the it depends on the tone of the game. Also, man. it depends on the tone. Like some that for some games, a lot of games that would just break the whole tone. So if you had like a three D platformer, you know, like uh, even then, like. Even then, like, in PS1, their idle animations were a lot cooler. Like, even in serious games, they wouldn't... Maybe they wouldn't break the wall, but they would, like, I don't know, sit down. Well... They would, like, sit down and be, like, and just chill. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> um, they'd be more... They'd be more... But then... I don't know. I think if, if you if you were to have that in a modern-day game with all the, 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 the graphics that we that is required to be in a AAA game... You'd be pissed off, like what the fuck kind of animation is this? Because they they transition from sitting to immediately running, and you'd be like, "Whoa, that was jerky as hell," <laughs> you know? They could get away with that in PS One. Yeah, you know, but no, I think it'd be cool. Like in Witcher Three, um, if you stood stood in one place for too long, yeah, I think it'd be cool if he kneeled, like he does when he's meditating, and then if you move the controller, he would just stand right back up. You'd have to wait. For him to stand, it wouldn't take too long. It would take a while. No, Geralt's slow as fuck when he's not, when he's got <laughs> nothing to do. When he's not like fighting monsters, he's he's. There is an easy way. There is an easy way to go from kneeling to running. Yeah, All right, <laughs> see <Okay>. that? Yes. <laughs> no. And from there, you can just go straight from running. Um, it's possible. I'm just saying it's possible. Yeah, no, I, I just think it's unnecessary. You might as well just have him sitting there. I and think it'd be cool. Scratch his head and, and you know just look around <laughs> and whatever. Still, I still think idle animations are lacking. Yeah, no, they definitely <laughs> are. But I think they're still there. It's just we don't see them anymore because I, me personally, I don't pay attention to like the lower budget games. Um, 
you know, because I'm I'm I gotta play the the big stuff. Like I gotta know where I I want to know where the media the medium is going. Like what the future of video games is, and so I play yeah. I play the, the I always play the AAA stuff, but um, you know the 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 smaller scale productions like the indie games. Um, they're either they're either like some ridiculous concept that's really cool and it's fun to play for 15 minutes like whoa that's a novel concept or it's like you know a game from it's like a reskin of a game from, from 20 years ago which is fine yep. which is great I, you know that's that's awesome you know so a lot of people are going to be into that but yep i'm i'm you know trying to i've played that already. so i have um i have a solution for your not being able to feel the characters in first person how would you do it and this is some technology that would not that it, that cannot be developed right now, but possibly sometime in the future. All right. How how do you body do you suit? Do? Body suit. Body suit with sensors all over it. Yeah, that's a uh, <laughs> uh, that's true immersive gaming right there. Right. <laughs> and we're back. So a, f- a full body suit. Yeah. Like, do you think that's a dumb idea? Absolutely, but I mean, maybe, maybe I just don't know. Done well. I don't know enough about it. Like, what do you mean a full bodysuit? Like how you're saying how um, in third in first person you can't really like feel how the character's feeling, but you can well, in third person. It's like you can do that with a full bodysuit. Like maybe in first person you feel somebody attack you from behind, and you can do that right. with a full bodysuit. Well, what you would what what would be more opportune? What would be better to have is just the holodeck. You might as well just have that VR missions. Yeah, in mm-hmm. in, in Metal Gear. Solid. Right. Just it's just great. just just get to that point. You know? <laughs> just get to that point. Just put me in a room like a football field. where I can actually physically attack holograms. Yeah, like a Walmart, and you could use like force fields, textured force fields, to represent objects in the world. And I could just you know like screw the VR. Just give me the holodeck. That's that's something that that I think is close to existing. Actually, uh, do you really think holograms barely exist? I think holograms close. are impossible. It's close, man. With how me. do you how do you suspend light? It's holograms like um without without a medium. Well, I, um, I I didn't I wasn't thinking quite like that, but um. I could, you have I, to have that exist first. I could, before I, I'll, you write, do I'll write. I'll write. I'll write a JRPG where that's that's the the goal is you're you're trying to figure out how to make make hard light. Yeah, no. Let's just have like a <laughs> game where you're a scientist and you literally try to figure out quantum mechanics. <laughs> I don't think it would be. Yeah, it, it would probably it would, there would be some <laughs> quantum mechanics. Uh, lasers, lasers exist because of quantum mechanics. Uh, so, so uh, that's awesome. I guess. Well, there you go. Um, anyway. Today's topic, the death and revitalization of the demo, the game demo. Yes. Man, so this, this is a, this is a, this is a sad, this is another sad one. Let's start from the beginning. Where did demos start? How did they get their start? That's a, that's an excellent question. When did demos start popping up? Yeah, no, well, well, I guess what, what, what would have been considered the first demo? Hmm. First demo would be not the first demo but some of the early or some of the earliest demos would be the um shareware from back in the day the old uh, the old id software games commander keen and on up through quake 
Mm-hmm. The first quake, you know, you you get the first episode for free. Like, hey, take this, play this, you know, spread it around, copy, paste it. Give Would it you to like to know more? Right. Yeah. You want to play the <laughs> you want to play the full game? You want to play the, the remaining three episodes of Awesome? You tired of playing the same shit over and over again? You got to give me forty bucks. And I think yeah, Commander Keen, I think also did that. It'd have four four episodes, and you get the first one for free. So that's you know kind of like a demo. Later games, that's a specifically a PC thing. So console demos specifically, the kind that we grew up with. That's what we're interested in. Did they start with uh, CD based games? They definitely did. And in fact, I don't think the N sixty four N sixty four didn't have a, or any cartridge based. You can't have demos yeah. with cartridge based games. Um, or it's 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 a uh, un uneconomical uneconomical yeah. to have to have a console based demo or a cartridge cartridge based right, right. demo. Yeah, because cartridges were so notoriously expensive to manufacture. That, re- that reminds me of another topic I really want to talk about sometime. Too fucking bad. You picked right. this one. <laughs> I know. <right. laughs> um, yeah, no, Nintendo uh, like N sixty four games cost. I think uh, they were like five to ten bucks more than PS one games because mm-hmm. they came in cartridges and they were just they they were more expensive to to make. So yeah, N sixty four. I want to say that there is someone will probably hopefully I hope someone will correct me and say like, hey, no. N64 did have demos um, like um, you know I think there might have been some games I really don't think there would have been but I think there possibly could have been a game that included a demo of another game like a short demo in the game you know what I mean mm-hmm. like like a, like something from the same company like if a claim was doing Shadow Man they might have also included like I don't know did they do um I think Midway did uh, Rush twenty forty nine, uh, but you know, you, you know what I mean. Like, I but the reason why I fi- I feel like they wouldn't do that is because the storage capacity on N sixty four carts was so small they couldn't fit anything besides the game, the the original game on their uh, on the cartridge. But I'm betting I'm, there has to be something. There, there's there had to be some kind of N sixty four demo demo cartridge um they didn't have anything like the jam pack like playstation had yeah um but um man playstation underground was amazing yeah pretty much the best thing on the planet because they'd like they'd come in volumes and you'd try to collect them you know dude and you'd be like oh man volume three is out holy shit under playstation underground volume three and it was free it was free you just sign up and they send you a disc of like and it was like 10 games yeah, that you got to try. You didn't have to pay a thing. Um, and then there was also um, there were secret demos in the uh, in the jam pack games. Oh man, those were the best. Yeah, I uh, remember those. You press shit. like a button sequence, or, or like you would press a button, and it would tell you what code you have to press, and then it would uh, you press that code, and then it would take you to, to a completely different game. And it was like, oh my god, you guys are you guys are just just. You know what? what? Wherever you want to put it, go ahead. I don't. I don't care. You don't. I don't need any lube. Just, just, just stick it in. This is amazing. <laughs> don't give a shit. Oh man, the best demo, the best demo of all time, hands down. Metal Gear Solid, the original Metal Gear Solid demo on the PlayStation, because not a demo I played actually. That was the best demo fucking ever. Um, and I'll tell you why. When I first played th- this demo, I was eight years old. I had no idea what was going on. That guy is a piece of shit. 
that motorcycle dude. Um, if you have a motorcycle like that, stop watching immediately and go kill yourself. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I was eight years old and playing the, the Metal Gear Solid demo. I have no idea what's going on, but I had a lot of fun just getting caught and running to the bottom of the screen and jumping in, jumping back into the into the uh, the Alaskan Ocean or whatever. Yeah. It, like Snake would just would dive, and it, it, the dive animation was was pretty badass. And I would just chill out there and and let the alert mode run out and i'd be like these guards are fucking dumbasses i'm so <laughs> chilling out here like attempting to not drown myself like i mean what, what are you guys waiting for and then i'd go back and start it all over again and you know you'd get caught and you know bree, 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 and then i'd run and dive into the into the ocean and that you know and then i'm like what the fuck am i supposed to do so it wasn't it wasn't until two years later must have just been their imagination i yeah you know I told, what was that noise? Um, huh? Whose footprints are these? <laughs> but, um, so Mine, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Make them walk in circles. Okay. <laughs> Fucking idiots. Um, so two years later, when I was 10 years old, and I actually had cognizance, I, um, I, play, I, I tried that demo again because I was like, I'm not going to let this game beat me because I had never... When I was eight, I had never gotten past the, uh, the, the the first elevator sequence. It fucked you up for two years. Yeah, it did. Because <laughs> I, I had left it alone for two years. And then I, I just, I, I picked it up again, and or I, it came in another another jam pack or something, and I decided to try it. And I remember sneaking past the that the first guard that's, um, that's waiting by the elevator. He's just standing there looking left and right. And I, I get past him, and I, I actually hit i i step in a puddle and i you know make enough noise and he's like oh what was that but i sneak past his cone of, i slip past his cone of vision just enough to get into the elevator and i trigger the cutscene, and i was hooked right from there i was like okay well that's it all other games are bullshit compared to metal gear solid it's official this is like that moment like my heart yeah my heart was racing my palms were sweating i'm you know sitting there like and but in my head i'm like mom spaghetti yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like my arms are spaghetti. I got spaghetti on my sweater already. Just spaghetti, and uh, and I sneak past that guard, and it's it took all the effort that I mean more effort than I had ever put into any school assignment because I'm ten. I'm in the fifth grade. Now I must have been. Yeah, I was in the fifth grade. Um, Sure. Just about to go in. Yeah, just about to is go. That, how that works. Yes, it is. Just about to go into the sixth, and because um, I turned eleven in sixth grade. Uh, so, so I remember I'm I'm in the elevator, and it, it's like the 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 cutscene is is uh, is playing. Snake's taking off his his uh, scuba gear, and in my head I'm thinking. I'm a total fucking badass. That guy did not even fucking see me. <laughs> I'm amazing at this. This is great, and then. The game, the demo proceeds to just blow my mind because it's a lengthy demo. It's not like a short, like a quick. Because like, like some demos, they would just they would just end right there, like oh, elevator sequence. Okay. Yeah, yeah, they just have that opening sequence. Yeah, and then, play yeah. play the full game. But this demo, you're in the like, building, you're done. This this demo was like the first time you played. It's like a two hour demo. The first time through, it's like a healthy chunk of the game. Yeah. And there's like a bunch of different areas, and they let you play around with with all kinds of stuff. And um, and I I played that demo. I want to say I I would 
I would just play it 10 times a day. I'd just play the Metal Gear Solid demo, and I would get, I'd get a new game for my birthday, and be like, fuck that, I'm playing the Metal Gear Solid demo. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding me? Why would I play another game when I could play the MGS demo? And I finally got the game on my 11th birthday. Oh my god, I got the game. I went to the, there was a, in Sacramento, we had a place called the Florin Mall. And there was a... Yeah. There was, had. Had, yeah. <laughs> had. It was the best place. Um, and there was, this, there was this little shop in there run by some Indian dude. And they had, you know, a place was full of bootleg games. But they had a they had a fucked up greatest hits copy. Um, no, it was a black label. Oh, that's right. I, I did get a black label version. Um, but the, the manual was taped together. But it, it came with the manual, so I don't give a shit. It, it, it was awesome. The thick, full-color manual. Like fifty pages. Oh man, I just want to go back. <laughs> but um, yeah, I get I get Metal Gear Solid, and and I had um I had an issue of Game Pro. It was the um the October '98 issue of Game Pro, and I think there was um I might have been talking about the the announcement of the Dreamcast that was supposed Jesus, to... dude, you remember an awful lot. Yeah, I do. Because there was like Soul Calibur on the cover. No, that was a that was a, a later issue. What was on the cover of this game, bro? The cover got ripped off. Because I should still have it. But there was a um, I think the Dreamcast might have been announced. No, the Dreamcast was announced like in in March. And then look that up. But um, find the cover for uh, Game Pro October '98. I think it was reloaded on the cover. Turok? No, it wasn't Turok. What the hell was that? It says 98, but it doesn't say a month. So November. No, November. Duke Nukem? It wasn't Duke Nukem. I think it was reloaded. The one on the left there. Fighting Force. Um, the far left. Second row. You know what your left and right is? That one. Banjo-Kazooie? That's Banjo-Kazooie? That one is. Oh. Well, no. There's... That's, that's Mortal Kombat, and that's... Damn, I need to find that issue because I, I I should still have it. Anyway, continue the story. Well, there was a um, there was a there was a complete, a full one hundred percent walkthrough for Metal Gear Solid in that issue. Um, PSM. PSM, great magazine. I still have uh, all, all the ones I had. Yeah, there was a full walkthrough, and I'm ten years old, or I'm eleven, so I don't know. I'm not trying to actually play the game. I was I was captivated by the story because the, the whole thing was was a movie, you know. So I used the um the uh the the walkthrough for uh in the in the back of Game Pro and that got me through the game. It's really and oh man, some really interesting stuff. A lot of people they beat Vulcan Raven by shooting him with stinger missiles and um and Nikita missiles, but that's like the worst strategy you can do. Um mm-hmm. that like there there's he'll he'll shoot down your missiles if you're not if you're not good. So the best thing to do in that fight is to lay down Claymore mines. You can also lay down C4, but I never, I never, uh, never like doing that. You just lay down Claymore mines and he just walks over them and blows himself up. Metal Gear Solid was on the front of it. I don't think so. October 1998. That doesn't look like, it must have been the next, next month in November. Is that how you typed it in? OCT period? Yeah. No. I mean, it worked. I don't think it did. I mean, I have the entire list right here, bro. That looks right. I don't remember Mortal Kombat 4 being on there. Fighting Force, yeah. November. 
December. Wow. Oh, I don't have it. It was, it was Tomb Raider. Yes. Tomb Raider. Here it is. Tomb Raider 3 was on the cover. It was a, it was, yeah, there was a PlayStation Holiday gift guide. This thing was a fat issue. Uh, over 90 games that they covered. Issue 123. This is the one. Oh, man. All right. Anyway, continue your story. That's it. I just, Game Pro issue 123 um, is how I learned everything there was to know about the first Metal Gear Solid. And from that day forward, you know, like I, I had made sure to get the strategy guide for every single game. 123. Wow. I, I would take that, I would take that issue to school with me. Yeah, so, um, anyway, demos and shit. So. They don't do demos anymore, do they? Yeah. When did they, how did they decline? How did they, did they just stop, just like codes, uh, cheat codes did with the well, PlayStation 3? So, right around the end of the seventh console generation, which would be the PS3, Wii, and. We're in the eighth right now. We're in the eighth, yeah. Um, the Wii doesn't ever count, so never mind. Um, but the, the PS3 and 360, um, they were um, big on demos because um, they were usually, you know, about a, a, a about a, about a gig each, rarely over a gig and a half. Um, you know, really easy to, to download that, and it, games were. Becoming a lot more expensive to make compared to the the Xbox and PS2 days, but um, but there were there was there were still the costs were still manageable. But once it came to the PS4 and Xbox One um, and Wii U to a lesser extent, it's just the development costs were too high, and there just there was just the the amount of money and re- the time and resources and money that um, a publisher and a developer has to pour into taking a section of their game and making a self-contained demo that ends properly and, and you know and it has to have like it has to display all the all the the awesome features of the game so it has to sometimes like be custom if, especially if you have a game that has um, a bullshit progression system then you have to have certain things unlocked so people can can play around with the systems. Um, it's just there's, it takes too much effort to actually do that. I do remember demos. They lasted a lot longer than cheat codes, though. I think you think so? because I remember in PS3, on the PS3, on the PlayStation Network, and on the Xbox Live Network, yeah, they had demos. Yeah, no, there was a whole section on the PlayStation Store called just just for demos. Yeah, I remember going to that, being like, "Oh, okay, I want the demo for this right. game, and I want the demo." Yeah, for this and there was an event too, like you'd like yeah. they would tell you, like, "Hey, next week we're gonna have a demo come out," and it's you yeah, they for- they tried to make demos last as long as they could, but they they're well at that point. It I think was they still, just recently died out. Yeah, at that point, um, it so was still it was still economically viable to release a demo. To take the time to to make a demo and then you know that, but then people started realizing developers kept doing them because it was expected. Like you know, like you should have a demo. But then the analysts and researchers um, supposedly discovered that it just it simply it's not worth the investment. The 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 number of people you convince to buy your game 
is it's not worth it. And in, in many cases, demos are actually deterring people from buying the game. You know what I mean? So, you know, like you, you put all this time and money into, into creating a demo and then turns out your game is shit. And then like, you know, all right, people aren't going to buy your game. But if you have a good trailer and a good pitch, a good marketing campaign, then you can trick enough people into pre-ordering the game and giving you their money up front that you don't really need to worry. So, you know, the demos are, um, they, they stopped existing simply as a, a matter of, uh, of pie charts and graphs. Yeah. I never, I, I was like, as we're talking about this, I realized how recently demos died yeah. because they lasted a long time, like all the way through the PS3 practically. I wouldn't say they lasted as long as cheat codes though. Cheat codes, you know, like uh, Contra and Gradius, that was like 84, 85. Yeah. And they lasted right up until well, back when cheat codes were like were like prevalent. Because of course there, there's still some isolated incidents, but like where a lot of games in, where you'd have like cheat cheat books and you people would be going to GameFAQs looking for cheat codes. Yeah, that was that ended uh, right around 2006, 2007 or so. Um, but demos, I would say, that's a long time. That's thirty years almost. Um, is that right? 85, 95, 2000? okay, 20 years. And then the, the demo, starting with, with shareware games, but um, CDs are really what made it possible. So that was like 90, 95 is when the PlayStation launched. And then so around 96, but, you know, like you had a CD-ROM, which had up to 700 megabytes of storage space. Mm-hmm. So people were like, we could fit all kind of shit on this shit. Mm-hmm. We can put the, hey, hey, <laughs> we don't need to put that here, but... Just put it on the disc. We got all this extra room. Fuck it. Our game's only a megabyte. We, can, we have 699 more megabytes to work with. So, like, and, and they would do that. Like, the, like um, one of the, the famous PlayStation Easter eggs is you, you take your PlayStation disc, put it in any old CD player, and they're like some, some selected songs from the soundtrack would be there. Yeah. And you could listen to that. High quality songs. It's just like, we have the extra space. We can do whatever we want. So, you know, they'd, they'd be packing... They used to do that for movies, too. Yeah, that's right. Oh, man. Those were the days. Um, but, yeah, they'd pack all kinds of stuff, all kinds of content onto those demos. And so, um, those demo discs, I mean. Yeah, but, um, well, do you think um, betas have kind of taken over that demo? The dememographic? The demo demographic? Yeah, the uh, demo demographic. <laughs> I don't know what to call it. Yeah, what's, what's but, the um, term there? But, yeah, art have demos, I mean, have beta tests or beta events replaced the demo yeah or is that is that like the spiritual successor to the demo yeah yeah that's a good question um it it depends because because demos were generally they were released to for everybody um and there are open betas sometimes um but it sometimes a, a lot of the time when a developer wants to do a beta test it's a closed beta for a select few number of people and they're they're testing things out the like um a lot of the the final versions a lot of the fi- the a lot of design decisions haven't been finalized so when the game actually does come out you know they wind up fixing and changing a lot of things and in the state of a, of a beta is not meant to to be representative of what the final game is supposed to be like, even though yeah. like it usually is, but it's it's generally it's more, mainly just to let the players get a sense of gameplay. It's not a beta test is well the the purpose of what a beta test should be is to help the developers get feedback 
to fix. That's initially what betas were for. Right. But they've turned into a it, demo. It depends. To, get, to let the players get a sense of the gameplay as well as feedback. Rarely, actually. Sometimes mm-hmm. a developer will do that. It will say, like, hey, it's a beta, but really, like, they're not going to change shit. Like, um, Need for Speed. Yep. The Need for Speed beta was not a beta at all. Like, there's nothing they could change. Like, like Star Wars beta. Yeah, it's like the game's coming out in a week. Yeah. Like, what, <laughs> it's a fucking beta. What do you, it's not a beta. What are you going to change in a week? Uh, <laughs> but um, d- demos notoriously would say before the demo started, like, you know, this game is not in its final project, final stages or, or something. And I would say, uh, you know, like, content is subject to change, you know? But generally, most demos were, you would, it was expected that that was going to be um, release code uh, mm-hmm. because that was going to be, that was, this was um, something that was indicative of what the final product was going to be like. You know what that makes me think? What is it that think? games back then, they got games done a lot earlier back then. Of course they did. <laughs> yeah. Right now, they're working up the games the la- until the last day before they release it. But back even then, day, weeks after, yeah, like even weeks after is you know. So <laughs> yeah, no. Um, back then, because there was back then there, they used there was to actually no finish games before they released them. There was no internet. You couldn't patch a game. Yeah, so you had to finish it. There's no hard drive, so you know you can't download a patch. Yeah, if you 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 get one chance, you have one shot, and that's it. But games are also a lot cheaper to make. They didn't require anywhere near the amount of resources that modern day games have. Yeah. Nobody seems to understand that. I keep seeing this picture of the fucking the the, the cheeseburger. It's yep. like games back then. You get a you get a burger and fries and a coke and now you you buy the bun and the, the patty is DLC. Like, well if you're no, 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 no. If the bun if the fucking bun costs ten times of a modern day game costs ten times what like last generation's game costs, and it's like a gourmet fucking sesame seed, like ten grain fucking bun, and the the old shit that you were playing is fucking Wonder Bread. Then, <laughs> like, like no, it's not the same thing at all. Like games cost a hundred times, well, literally a hundred times more to make than they did. 20 years ago and people are like oh back then you got the full game and now like the, the full game is dlc and it's like no it's fucking not like if you're complaining all these people complaining about how modern day games aren't complete what are you fucking doing playing modern day games then why would you even why do you even know they exist go back and play fucking sonic 3 which was great two was better Two, no two was not better it was just what everyone played because it came with the genesis everyone played two Everyone played. Yeah, but you know, three had fucking knuckles. Pretty sure I had all three of them. I did not. I had two because I, I at least had two and three. <laughs> I had two because that. Well, that. Oh man, let's not get into the thirty-two X and plugging shit into other shit. Oh yeah, fuck that. Get games to run. You yeah. seen that guy that stacked like the knuckles on top of knuckles? And, like, <laughs> no, I, I know. I know you could do that though. Um, yeah. I wonder. Did it? Did like it play? A ton of knuckles on the screen. Did it? Did it play? Yeah, and like, it just had like a. He literally had like I think I could be totally remembering this wrong, but he had like a fuck ton of knuckles on the screen. I gotta check that out. That's hilarious. I don't know make... if that's actually how it worked, but um, I don't remember. It was a pretty ingenious design, though. Like, hey, you use another game to to you know it's increase the power. Pack. It wasn't an expansion pack at it's all. Expansion. It expanded. It was literally an expansion it's a pack. pack. It's a yeah. It's it was a pack that that you expand the game expansion but, um, pack. 
Is that what the I think did the N sixty four call that the expansion pack that gave you more RAM in the N sixty four? I don't know because I don't know. Either way, so betas are no. generally now multiplayer too. There are some that aren't. Well, but because like you know like, like the, the the what was it the closed beta that you entered with the Mirror's Edge that wasn't yeah that, that wasn't multiplayer was it? They don't. I don't think they're they have a multiplayer. Yeah. No, actually, no. So there are some that aren't, but mo- generally there are multi- there are leaderboards and, and challenges. So it, that's the the extent of its multiplayer portion. Yeah. But um, Uncharted had a you know the multiplayer beta. It didn't have a single player beta. Boring as fuck. I loved it. Uh, great. That was boring. Okay, well, I'm sorry. It is like literally no different than the multi- than the multiplayer from Assassin from Uncharted Three. Well, I'm sorry. No one loves you. Um, <laughs> it's just, um, but um, the division, um, that piece of shit. Yeah. That was a yeah. That was a. a, a I guess. A, I would. I want to call that a demo because it's like because they did the beta. You know, again a month before the game came came out. It's like, what are you going to change in a month? They were just testing uh, the net code. Yep. So um, it was a it was a stress test. It's not really a beta, but for the people that got to play it, you know, that's a that's a you know that's a demo. But you know what you know what that is though. That's um that's the developers being able to to cut costs by you know outsourcing their uh, their beta testing their quality assurance to um, to everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, and they they've automated all their systems, so now you don't need you don't really need uh, if you have the resources anyway, you can make it so that a, a, a tester doesn't need to to be a, a QA analyst or a QA engineer. They can just you know play your game, and then and you have all these these uh, systems within your game reporting on everything that the player is doing. You know when the game crashes and what they were doing when the game crashed, and so it's a good it's good money saving technique to to get some QA done. No, they did not. Um, I don't. I don't consider beta tests to be demos unless it's like it's a for real open beta. Beta. In, but a lot of betas have become demos. I, I give me some examples. Star Wars Battlefront. That was in pretty much a freaking beta, or pretty much a freaking demo. We just talked about this. How? What are you going to change in a month? What are you going to change in a week? It's a beta. Or it's a demo. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think when I played it and when the game came out. Because I think, didn't, there wasn't the beta for, for that like a few months before the game? It came out like Because you know what? I remember they actually completely overhauled the user interface. So yeah, they actually did make a lot of changes to. Well, that's uh, good. Yeah. They did make a lot of changes to, to Star Wars Battlefront. Because I remember I, I played it to, uh, to see what they did change. Released in November. Right. And when was the beta? October. So like a month beforehand. Really? Dang. I All think right. so. Guess a month. Well then, yeah, I guess that would have to be a demo. Yeah, it says it October October eighth was. Yeah, the very no, that, first um, beta came out. Well, they actually, I guess they didn't really make huge changes, but I actually did like the way the the original. They, people are doing that a lot. Like th- things things are great, and they go and change them. I hate that, but um. Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll concede. That's that's uh, I'll consider that a beta. A demo. Um, that beta, a demo. Yes, that beta is a demo. A lot of beta tests are not demos. Is what I mean to say. They're more like what stress tests? No, they're they're actual beta tests. They're like. Then what do you what do you call the? Uh, well, was the Uncharted Four multiplayer demo beta a demo? Did uh, it change anything? Um, they I, I haven't played the multiplayer yet, but um, that was a uh, for real. 
beta because i mean it's not how often do you play a beta and actually give feedback to the developers you don't because you don't have to they like i said they have automated systems that tell everything that you're doing Mm. so that like they're they're trying to figure stuff out and that's why you know a demo should should stick around for a while you should be able to like play a demo over and over again but because of that eula the end user license agreement they want to make sure to snatch it back from you so you know, uh, it, like to have a, a time sensitive demo, that's kind of, that's kind of bullshit. Yeah. I'll, I'll never, cause I, I, I couldn't consider a game to, or a, a beta test to be a demo if it's, if it's like, um, if it's like, if it goes away after a while. You know who still does demos? Who? Steam. They released a game, the full game for a weekend sometimes. Yeah. And Is that, that's not a demo. And to entice you to buy the game. Right. It's not. It's kind of you're getting a demonstration of the full game. So technically, it's kind of like a demo. All right. If you want to consider that a demo, I, I, that's fine. <laughs> I don't. It's. I, it's not really. It's not technically an actual demo, but right. It's, it's demo esque. Yeah. It's yeah. It's a, it's a free weekend. I get. I don't know, but like, they have free weekends but with certain games sometimes. The games that do that are usually old. No, the games that have like free weekends are like you know multiplayer only games. Not usually. Well, what was the was an example of one that wasn't? Pretty sure Darksiders had a free demo, free weekend once. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. I, I, I think I've, I have seen stuff like that. They don't do them a lot now. I guess what's, the, what's the point? Like, you know, you, you do a free weekend for a single player game. They finish the game, and you finish the game. It's like, all right, thanks for the free weekend. I've never been able to finish a game in a weekend. I finish as many as eight games in a weekend no when was the last game i finished in a weekend none recently i finished a game in a weekend though plenty of games max Payne three beat that in a night how many hours like three three hours one full game is three hours the best three hours ever though that's the thing it was a really good three hours is that so so we're about done here um uh <laughs> yeah de- demos suck now they don't exist cheat codes are done they are also stupid and they used to be great demos used to be great everything was better 20 years ago um but i still wouldn't want to go back i like things the way they are now <laughs> <laughs> everything sucks but i love it right. that's, <laughs> that's pretty much it um you know like if if, if you hate the state of triple a games these days go back and there's still a million games from 20 years ago that you have not played so go play some of those and uh that's it okay bye